Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienaker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, ro- rolling good, I guess. Your My Jets can't stop losing. Can't stop, well, winning, which is losing. I mean, I was actively yeah. rooting against them. People who I, were wa- you know, people I was watching the game with were like, wait, I thought you were a Jets fan. They don't, you know, people don't get it. I, I, it's so frustrating because they, they were so bad. They tried so hard to give away the game. They had like a more embarrassing than the butt fumble interception slash fumble return did you see that play yeah where he threw it backwards and just like bounced off Bilal Powell's head who wasn't looking and Miles Jack just like walked it 75 yards for a touchdown and even after that they somehow didn't win it was just shocking uh but now I think I'm at the point at two and two where you sort of have to root for them to beat the Browns if they lose, you're back on the rooting for them to lose bandwagon because the season's essentially over if you lose to the Browns and you're two and three when the schedule's about to get hard. But if they're three and two, like you're not getting a top three pick. So I think I'm going to root for them to win this week, which is going to be weird. Maybe you should be rooting for the Vikings to lose and then they'll win. Oh, God. Uh, the second half of that Vikings game, I think, was the most frustrated I've been in a Vikings game since the 2009, the NFC Championship game. Uh, they so thoroughly outplayed Detroit. In the second half, just the second half, there were four fumbles, all four of which were recovered by Detroit. And, and these are all sort of the things that Bill Barnwell talks about are sort of, you know, like regression to the mean, like luck-based things. There was at least, there was five times that the announcers mentioned, and I think there's a couple more, but I'm biased as a Vikings fan. Five times that, that Detroit had either defensive pass interference or defensive holding that wasn't called. Uh, the, the, although although they did note they did note that that refing team has last year had called by far the fewest penalties, including the fewest defensive penalties in the league, and they said how teams scout refs the same way that they scout uh, you know opponents, which 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 doesn't make sense to me. Like you know referees, same in umpires in baseball where they have different strike zones. Referees' goal right. should be to be as similar as possible, yeah, but just right? Like like if, if the league is aware that a certain team isn't calling things, then they should bring that to their attention. I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's a lot of back and forth uh, with the league for, like, what's going on. Yeah, anyways, the Vikings also, they dropped two Matt Stafford interceptions. Uh, one of them was right in Alexander's hands. I don't know. He, like, bobbled it, and then by the time he went out of bounds, he had secured it. Um, you know, they had, they missed a field goal. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, like, the Lions' luck can't continue, where they, where they recover every fumble, they take over. Yeah, after the game, Adam Thielen was asked if he felt like, you know, what did the Lions do to stop them? And, and he said, and I agree with him 100%, he said, the Lions did nothing in this game. We lost this. The Lions didn't win. And the Lions just... Incredible luck. You know, Barbara always loves to point out there's one team, I think it's the Dolphins, who opponent's field goal percentage is dramatically lower than any other team. Yeah. And Detroit sort of gets that also. I understand last week they had bad luck with the the 10-second runoff rule, but um, such a bullshit win. Detroit, I have zero belief in them. Uh, You know, they, they got the win. The concern as a Vikings fan, obviously, is Dalvin Cook's ACL has gone to the place in the sky where, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's ACL lives. I mean, we're going to see Teddy Bridgewater again before we see Dalvin Cook. God, uh, so depressing. Is, is there any chance Bradford's back for next week? Here's my legitimate question. By the way, it's going to be a Mitchell Trubisky on Monday Night Football for the Bears. Yeah, well, against you guys. Yeah, that should be fun. I mean, like, yeah. Trubisky, yeah. I think day one is bad. He outplayed him in the preseason. It was weird that he didn't get the job. I think they but promised here, here, and I was, him the job my... when they gave him all that money, which is weird because all you should have had to do was give him yeah. that money. 
Well, the funny thing is the Bears have played very well at home twice and then abysmally on the road twice. So uh, this one's at home. So, you know, if they if they beat Pittsburgh and lost to the Falcons in the last play of the game, then uh, they should be able to beat the, the Cook and uh, Bradfordless Vikings. But we'll get to that. Uh, why does God hate the Vikings so much? And I'm asking this as a legitimate question. Did I do something wrong on Yom Kippur? Did Ziggy Wolf do something wrong on Yom Kippur? Did you, do you like come up with your best ideas when you're in synagogue for like eight hours? Because I do. Oh, so what What good ideas did you have in synagogue on Saturday? Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to unveil them yet, but I feel like any idea I've ever had has come to me while like sitting in Shulan. Really? Because I would speculate that you not eating for 25 hours, you you would be so overcome with uh, thoughts of food that you wouldn't come up with any other good ideas. It's true. I did look around during uh, Neila, which is like towards the very end of the fast. And I was and like, see who you could eat in, in the synagogue. Like what? I was like, hmm, a pillow. Would I would like take a bite into a pillow now. But I did have a thought where like if someone offered me like most chocolate bars where people of chocolate cake i would i would polite you know like politely turn it down yeah i was, I was lying with my son on a friday night yom kippur night and I, I nibbled on his ear and he said to me you're not allowed to do that you're fasting <laughs> so he seemed to be concerned i was actually going to eat his ear no like mike tyson style. you shouldn't you shouldn't nibble on yeah. <laughs> um okay i got a draft for us you ready to hear what it is it's it's not sports so i guess there's no money attached to it this week uh, but we will have voting for who wins. You could vote. You'll post the teams after the podcast. Okay. By the way, update on our previous yes. pools. The only one there's an update on. Uh, the WNBA Finals go into game five tomorrow yeah. night. And uh, I'm, I'm up by about 30 points. So uh, you need you need the uh, links to lose badly, okay. basically. So let's let's go team playing the links that I already forgot. Uh, the LA Sparks. Yeah. The Sparks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So here's the draft. There's a lot of good TV on right now. I noticed that there's especially comedies. It's like a golden... Not a golden age, but like a golden part of the last few years of comedy. And I wanted to draft, we'll each draft our roster of the five best shows on right now. Um, so do you want... Now, right now yeah. means, so if the show is active, but in between seasons yeah. like Game of Thrones, Correct. it doesn't no, count. No, it's shows that are airing episodes within the last week or, you know, currently, um, you know, not... And what if the season finale was within the last week? So they're off now yeah, for a if, while. If the show aired last night, if it was like Sunday night last night, I'll let you. I'll let you have it. What if last night was the was the? Oh, okay, fine. All right. There's one show where the all time the show season not season but series finale is next Sunday. So I guess technically it still fits. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you're going to be drafting that show, so that'll be my last round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, there is some strategy because we know some of what some of what the other person is watching. Um, yeah. And I'm really not watching very much right now, so I don't know why you think it's such a great time for TV. Well, the, you yeah, must be okay. like way off then on your your taste, which everyone knows sucks. Must really suck worse than I thought. Um, all right, do you want first okay. pick or next two? Do we count miniseries like like the Vietnam War? Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Ken yeah, yeah that's, that's TV. Anything that would be are in you our watching top that 10? one? I'm not, but uh, maybe I'd watch it at the end. Like I'd binge it after. Are you watching the Menendez right, well, murders? Well, what are you giving away your picks for? I'm not. Well, I shouldn't tell you this. This is strategy. No, it would be like me asking for the draft. Like, are, would you draft Le'Veon Bell? Are you interested in Christian Okay, all right, I got it. Like, this is crazy. Okay, all right, okay, all right let's flip it because okay. uh, whoever gets it gets first pick because there's too much strategy here for first versus next two. Okay, uh, you, you win these stupid I always get every first time, and you get next two. That is weird. Yeah, call it in the air. Heads. All right, flipping, flipping, flipping. Tails. All right, oh. I got to win this one. And that's good because the first pick is a no-brainer. Yeah. It's Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, so the first episode was last night. Uh, I'm doing a podcast about it, so we won't talk about it. But it's you forget how great Curb is. Yeah, I, I told. I think I told you this on GChat. There was a scene last night where my wife and I were laughing so hard that mm. we were crying so hard wow. that we had to pause the TV to collect ourselves for a couple of minutes. Yeah, and then we went like b- back thirty seconds, and then when we got to that scene again. We we laughed so hard the same thing happened again. <laughs> Do you want to guess which line it was? Uh... I'll give you a clue. It was the last line in a scene, and it was almost like under breath, like almost like as the transitional music played. Let me think about it. Okay. Um, all right. So next two, I'm gonna go with. Wait, when are you thinking about it? You yeah. Well, I also have notes on the episode because I'm podcasting about it, so I'm looking at my notes to see oh. if there was anything in there. Um, I, I'm all right. Nathan, for you, to me, curb your enthusiasm, and Nathan, for you, are going back and forth right now for the best show on the air. I mean, did you see the first episode of Nathan for you? So I saw like the 45 minute like celebration thing. Yeah. Is that the first episode, or was there also an episode last? No, that's sort of like uh, – they're doing a weird thing this year where they normally have eight episodes. But um, the last episode, he he ended up needing to make it two hours instead of 30 minutes. So 
they're only doing like six and then that one. So this was probably like just so it would be on the air eight weeks in oh, a row. Okay. They did that. They probably threw stitch together. That okay. Thing last By week. the way, so uh, I saw somebody had tweeted out like which characters in the office voted for Trump. So this is my new th- characters in in the in the TV the American version of the television show The Office. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah. So like Kevin voted for Trump for sure. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, I can't, I'm forgetting people characters. Angela voted for Trump. Uh, Dwight voted for Trump. Things like that. So I like doing that now in, in all my fictional shows that I watch. Yeah. So the guy who hosted the Nathan Few celebration, he definitely voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. The guy who brags about the threesome and also questions the Holocaust existence. <laughs> yeah. He just wasn't, yeah. wasn't super aware of it. Yeah. Uh, okay, my, says, guess well, you... for, my guess for which scene you laughed during is um, when Jerry... Not a leaves... scene, a, a line, a line, yeah, a single line. line. Jerry leaves the lesbian's house when he gets kicked out. Doesn't he say something? When Jerry, when, when Larry. When Larry, sorry. By the way, I did. I took notes. Um, so many, so many, uh, you know, for four years of, of Seinfeld. I, I see yeah. here a lot of my notes say uh, Jerry instead of Larry. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, um, here, one of my lines which earned a, a hearty LOL last night was when Richard Lewis came on the screen for the first time. I said, "Oof, uh, Richard looks like my uh, grandmother." And by the way, my grandmother died in two thousand seven. So, <laughs> All right, well, let's stop talking about Curb because I have a whole other. Richard point Lewis has aged a lot. Okay, so no, the line was JB Smooth. JB Smooth, by the way, is I said he's the MVP of the show, but I don't know if his usage rate is high enough. So, so. JB Smoove is sort of like he's sort of like if you have the greatest if you have the greatest three point shooter in history like an 80% three point shooter and you only bring him in for 10 minutes a game but you bring him in for those 10 minutes and his plus minus is like plus 400 Mm-hmm. Like he just dominates that show um, so the line yeah. was when he decides to be uh, Larry's assistant and, and when he picks yeah. up the phone and says, uh, Larry's office, what the fuck is up? Uh, that earned, oh, yeah, that's really that earned a solid laugh. But then when he yeah, said... Yeah, that is really good. <laughs> no, but then <laughs> when he really said, funny. nah, that bitch got, got foisted. <laughs> I, I like, we I could not handle myself. Yeah, that's that pretty good. Yeah, the whole thing was amazing. All right, so I got... You have Kirby enthusiasm. I have Nathan for you. <laughs> that bitch got foisted. <laughs> with my second pick, I'm going with MTV's The Challenge. They're having such a good season. They got all, all the all the cast of characters. Yeah, but that's such a bad pick because you know there's no chance I'm taking yeah, that. Yeah, I so know, why but I'm just picking like, based on quality. And I know we probably don't have any more overlap anyway. But Yeah, the- there's 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 really very little overlap. There's there's three more shows here that are possible for me. I don't even have five right now, honestly. I'm going to take the one that I think you're also going to take. I don't think it's the best show out there, but it's a strategic pick. I'm going to take Vice Principals. Okay. Were you going to take that? Uh, no, because I haven't seen it yet. I was going to like wait for a few more to build up. And I was sort of pound it before the season ends. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, and then for the same reason, I'm going to take uh, Broad City. Yeah, I was thinking about Broad City. That's tough for me because that was one of my five for sure. Yeah. Broad City's going into some interesting places. Yeah, it's a weird. It's weird. I don't know if it's. They're doing some flashbacks. Yeah. They're, they're, they're experimenting with the format. Yeah. Um, that's rough. So I'm going to go with The Good Place. Do you watch The Good Place? No, I watched season one. I quit because I thought it was very bad. Um, now, I know like Parks and Rec, for example, dramatically improved. And, and from, from what I've heard about The Good Place, it's dramatically improved also. I, I learned a little bit. Like, spoiler alert, I learned at the end of season yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they did something in their season finale that changed the whole the whole series. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it's actually the opposite of what it was supposed to be. I heard about that. Um, yeah, but I'm not watching The Good Place. Okay, so then with... I'm a bigger fan of Michael um, uh, of uh, Mike Schur on Twitter and in podcast form than his shows, actually. Like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Right, you didn't love Parks and Rec. You thought it was overrated. Yeah. I also don't watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I watched so it for fair. a long time, but I finally quit it last year. Yeah, no, I haven't watched him any yeah. Um Wait, whose pick is it now? It's yours. You have the good place, and then you get a fourth pick. I have, the, I have a fourth pick. All right, with my fourth pick, I'm going with the Chris Gethard show. It was in my top ten shows last year. It changed channels. It's on a different channel now, but... Um, you know, once in a while he'll come up with a really high concept thing that's really good. You'd re- people would really like that if they if they. Uh... Is it even yeah. on right now? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's an active show. His active show is like right when, now. Uh, okay. My next show is uh, Friday Night Lights. So that used to be great. Like, yes, it's an active show. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, with my fourth show, I'm going to take a show that I know that you don't watch. But it's a show I've really enjoyed, and uh, the penultimate episode was last night. Next Sunday will be the series finale. Uh, a very funny show, a uh, a very similar to Curb show, frankly, in a lot of ways, and that's Episodes, the Matt LeBlanc show. Yeah. Very good. 
Yeah, you uh, told me watch episode. it, and I watched it, but I, I sort of gave up a couple seasons ago. The tone is too similar every episode. The, the good guys always lose. Like they're, it's always like a negative ending, and then the tone is just extremely similar every episode. All right. Uh, I'm, uh, all right, so that's episodes. And then for my fifth show... I mean, I'm not really watching anything else, honestly. That's oh, I'll say I'll say another show that I know you're not watching, but is uh, enjoyable. Here's a show where the tone is way too similar so far. Uh, the Deuce, uh, you know, good show, but uh, they they need to mix it up a little bit. But I think it's coming. It's uh, the build-up's a little bit slow, but I think it's about to uh, take off. It's hard for David Simon to make a bad show. Yeah, well, Treme was bad. What's our what's what's the rule on Netflix shows? Because Netflix shows like have, have always they're either not out or they've already come out. It's like Big Mouth, for example. Yeah, can I take BoJack? I mean, it came out in September, so probably it's probably it probably can't take it, right? It yeah, because uh, anybody who's watching it has already watched all the episodes, right? Because uh, otherwise, yeah, I would have taken BoJack. for me, who's still in the middle of it, because I yeah. sort of took a break and everything. Yeah, I, I would have taken BoJack, but yeah, it hasn't come out in the last week. So, all right, so I'm going to go off the board, and this is a TV show in the sense that it's it's on TV, and it wasn't a movie, but it's a one it was a one time thing, but it just came out, so it counts. And that's Long Shot. Do you know what that is? No idea. It is a documentary about the guy who was got who was um, exonerated from a potential death row murder because he appeared on sort of uh, the background footage of Larry with the prostitute at La- Dodger Stadium. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's really yeah. I just watched it and it's really good. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's only forty minutes. But it's not a so it's a movie, not a TV not, show. So, but it was never in theaters. I because I, I literally I'm such a dork because we do at the end of the year you and I do our top ten movies. Yeah. Do top 10 by 10 the way, I googled Long Shot and the first result is Long Shot book by Mike Piazza. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you know I'm sure it's a great book. Um, yeah. All right, that's forty minutes. So that's easy to bang out. Oh, it was really shot. good. There's a scene in there that'll take your breath away in Long Shot. Is it the scene of the footage of him at the game? That seems like the, the, the only relevant it's scene. It's so well done. You'll see. Uh, anyway. All right. So we're, we're the fans are going to vote on who has a, a better list of uh, five shows. Oh, did you pick your fifth team yet? Yeah. I, I had uh, my four or five was episodes in the deuce. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. So your, go read your team one more time. Uh, I'll so read my mine. team is a Curb Your Enthusiasm, Vice Principals, Broad City, Episodes, and the Deuce. Right. And it's it's tough because I think whoever got Curb won, even though Nathan for you is great. So my team is Nathan for you. Uh, long shot, the Chris Gethard show. Br- who picked Broad City? Me or you? Me. You. I don't even remember my other. The two challenge shows. and the good place. <laughs> MTV's the challenge and NBC's the good place. Yeah. All right. <laughs> A lot of confidence you have in your team there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure I'm going to win. All right, so let's uh, let's jump to football. Uh, so you want to do power rankings this week? Is that right? No, next week is power rankings. How about um, if listeners send Chester their power rankings, you'll include them as a as a third, like my rings, your rings. And, All right, and next week we're recording in person, I believe. Uh, yeah, but you have to come to me. I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm coming 8,000 miles. You can come the last 10. All right, fine. Um, yeah, we got to figure it out. We, well, we've recorded in restaurants the last couple of times, so maybe we'll just meet at a restaurant. Yeah, well, we can meet in my sukkah if you want. It's, uh, it's the Sukkot, the, the festival well, we booth. Do, like, I don't know how many podcasts have ever been recorded in a sukkah. That might be cool. Yeah, I bet there's more than you think, but there's probably very few. Yeah, I'm guessing. I I was listening to a podcast at a wedding, and they were bragging that it's the only podcast ever recorded at a wedding. I'm like, no, 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 no. The 32 fans was uh, way ahead of the curve. Which podcast? Oh my god, what was it? I can't believe I didn't tell you when I heard this. I hope you send an email and say no. We did a podcast, Adam. Like it's one thing if you're like the last guest invited and you did a podcast. We did a podcast at your brother's wedding. Yeah, Yeah, we killed (laughs) it. My brother's wedding. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I not, I forget now, which is which is a gross, uh, poor performance. So the problem is I was so far behind because of August when we recorded and produced 32 of our own episodes. Yeah. I was so far behind on podcasts mm. that I've just been burning through podcasts at a crazy rate mm. the last two or three weeks. I've, I have 32 and, podcasts in my queue that I haven't listened to. Yeah, and I've been like much more – like usually I listen to every word of a podcast. If I fall asleep during an episode, I'll replay it. Like no, I've been like deleting podcasts halfway through. If I fall asleep, I'm like I'm too shocked bad. that you're OCD about something. Yeah, like so I've been uh, – so I've been listening to so many podcasts. You don't have a chart. There's a there's – a, there's a listen- Rob has a listener who keeps a spreadsheet because she listens to like 100 podcasts a week. And like if she stops, she keeps a spreadsheet of what she's up to. And she updates it. Yeah, and oh, the other thing is because I got this new app, this new app where I can play even faster than two times. For some of these podcasts, I'm listening at three times speed, which is really ins- like that's an insane move. <laughs> yeah, well, just slow it down if you really want to hear it. 
Yeah, if it's really good, I'll slow it down. Um, when I'm in the car now, my kids will scream if I play a podcast. No, too fast. Not too, it's too fast. That's my wife has been there for a while, but even my kids hate me now. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah. So yesterday was a, a disappointing day for both of us for opposite reasons. Um, in uh, in our pick'em, by the way, I beat you by one because uh, you had the Dolphins winning in England. I had the Saints. Uh, and you had Cleveland winning at home. I had Cincy. Although uh, you did, you did have Pittsburgh winning in Baltimore. I had that one, so I beat you by one. Uh, so now I'm up uh, two weeks to one. And on we're you. still alive in the uh, in in the pool where we need to pick four games against spread every week, and it's yeah. a survivor pool. Yeah, yeah, we lost in week one, but since then uh, we haven't lost. So double elimination. Double elimination. Yeah, exactly. All right. So so let's jump to this week's games. Uh, you have not sent me lines yet. Do you want to do this on the air? Yeah, we'll do it live. I'll I'll, I'll absolutely butcher it, but we'll do it live. Yeah. Yeah, that never works well, but sure. Let's try it that way. All right, so we're going to start. Uh, by the way, this week, very interesting. There was There's only two games with big spreads. There's a, there was many, many games. I had no idea which team should be the favorite. You know, there's been – we had two weeks ago where all the road teams were favorites, and that did not work out for Vegas because all the home dogs covered. So I think Vegas, you know, they don't know what to do with a lot of these games, and you'll see. I was – I was I was I was less off than I've been the previous couple weeks, but there was only one game I got exactly right. So every game I was like off a point one way or the other. So we'll start Thursday night, New England at Tampa. New England now with the same record as your Jets. I don't know what kind of odds you could have got for that before the season started. Tampa has had uh, you know, I, I, barely beating the Giants at home. That's not impressive, right? No, no. I, I think if you don't blow out the Giants at this point, you suck. Yeah, and and New England's defense is terrible. So this should be another high scoring game. I mean, New England's giving up 30 points a game to teams like Carolina and Houston. So if Tampa can't score 30 against them, the over-under the over under in this game should be like 61 at least. Uh, yeah, I would go over probably 61. Yeah. So what, what's your guess for the line, though, New England to Tampa? New England at Tampa, I'm going to say the Patriots by four and a half. Wow. You got that exactly. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, well, that, That's insane to me. New England's two and two. How do, how do they deserve well, that? I'll tell you why. Because if it was three, everyone on earth bets the Patriots, and I don't think three and a half changes anything. I put it at two and a half. At four and a half, I'm taking Tampa for sure. The, the Patriots can't stop. You said yourself, what's Brady going to do? Case Keenum tore apart Tampa and then played two other games where he couldn't move the football. What's Brady going to do? Against yeah, but we just said, but okay, but, but what's Tampa going to do against the Patriots defense when Houston and Carolina let them up? Yeah. So four and a half. I'm taking Tampa. I'm telling you right now. Um, all right, B- Buffalo at Cincy. Uh, this this line also. Uh, I got. I got. This line was one of the ones I was more off, quite off, whatever the word is. Buffalo at Cincy. Uh, Buffalo's better. Yeah. I mean, they just went into Atlanta and won. Yeah. I'm. You know, I'm going to go pick them because I can't make a decision. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get this one. This line is just wrong, in my opinion. I had I had Cincy by one because I think Buffalo is the better team, but I understand you know it's, it's people are a little bit slow to. They have Cincy by three, nah, so they think that these teams. That's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a terrible line mean by I'm Vegas. Gonna best bet Buffalo because, uh, but like, that's not it's a tough good to trust team. them. But yeah, it's but a bad ultimately line. Ultimately, anything you know, three under three either way doesn't really like affect the way I'm going to go. You know, but uh, yeah. Well, if if that's the case, you're going to have a hard time finding games this week because. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. maybe I'll just let's see if we can find better games than that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jets at Cleveland. Uh, two of the worst teams in the league. I don't know. Your Jets are two and two. Cleveland, by the way, was favored on the road just a couple of weeks ago. And now uh, at home. I mean, no, the Jets stink. The Jets beat the Jaguars, who, who were horrible. The Jaguars Dolphins are coming off a 44 to 7 victory. I know, but they, they, they stink. Uh, I mean, Bortles is shockingly bad. Yeah. Like, they'll, they'll, he'll have 12 seconds to throw, and then he'll miss a wide open guy. Like, you know, like the errant pass will hit someone in the stands. It's crazy how inaccurate he is. Yeah, as a Marquise Lee owner in every league, I'm not enjoying the, the uh, Blake Bortles experience. So this game is in Cleveland. I'm going to say Jets by one. Jets by one. The Jets, who you thought would go 0-16, you now have them favored on the road. I mean, the Browns suck. That is crazy to me. Uh, you're going to be wrong on this one. <laughs> I had Cleveland by two and a half because I thought the Jets are just slightly, slightly, slightly better than them. It's don't say it's Cleveland by three. no, it's Cleveland by two. Okay, yeah, but um, you wow, you think so? So, are you, so you're picking the Jets to cover then, or or not necessarily? Uh yeah, I think the Jets will win. Oh wow, I would probably pick. So them. Jets are gonna be three and two. You're gonna be so annoyed. I mean, they might go three and thirteen. The problem is they play Cutler again. Yeah, you, you, you have no, you have no chance at Darnold. He's done. Forget about it. No, 
Yeah. I mean, we have a chance at him. He's been so bad. We might yeah. get him in the second round. So, yeah, so he was playing badly on purpose, you thought, to avoid the Jets. Yeah, now he's going to be good. <laughs> now the Jets won two games, he's going to really amp it up. Yeah, now because yeah, now it's going to be that the Jets are going to get him with like the sixth pick. It's backfired for him. Uh, it's yeah, like, no, it's like you know. Avoid yeah. <laughs> know which way to go. yeah, exactly. All right, uh, Carolina at Detroit. Uh, two teams that are both are surprisingly 3-1, and one, I think, in the NFC. Uh, Detroit, as I said, has been really, really unimpressive in their win yesterday. And Carolina, yeah. who everybody was down on after they got blown out at home by New Orleans. And then they go into New England, and uh, Cam Newton all of a sudden comes back alive. So who knows what to predict here. NFC South is the only division that has, everyone has a uh, positive point differential. Yes. We're woke the fact that, that the lines aren't good, but I'm not sure if everyone else is. This game's in Detroit? This game is in Detroit, yeah. Lions by three has to be the spread. Lions by three. You got it exactly. I said two and a half. I thought Carolina was a little bit better. Again, I know, I but I don't think they one. think Carolina's a little bit better. Plus, Carolina can't score. Carolina is under well, the 20 a game. Yeah, unless they're playing the, uh, the Patriots. They have seven State. more points than the Colts right now. Yeah. All right, uh, we're at two to two now, and uh, just a garbage, garbage game. Arguably the two worst teams in the league. Although San Francisco, uh, very nearly with a win in Arizona yesterday. San Francisco at Indy. We we had a best bet that Indy would cover thirteen and a half against Seattle, yeah. and they found a way to lose by twenty eight. Yeah, no, I, I think they were outscored thirty six to three in the second yeah, half alone. San Francisco at Indy. I, I mean, luck is just not going to have any impetus to come back in two weeks. Um. Which we talked about. I don't want him to, as, as long as he's not playing this week, because I uh, I have, have a Drew Brees on by, so I need Jacoby Brissett to play this week. Uh, sadder words have never been spoken. I need Jacoby Brissett to play this week. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett's mom is like, yeah, I'm indifferent if Jacoby plays. Um, this, this game is in Indianapolis? Yes. I'm going to say Niners by one. Nine. Okay, so that's another shocking line to me. Uh, this is the only one I got exactly correct. It's Indy by two that's and a half. ludicrous. We're betting so much money on the Niners. I, I mean, they're not good. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, I guess they're better than it. They're better than it. They're fine. A bad team. They're, they're Indianapolis is like is an abomination. They almost beat the Rams, who were really good. They almost beat the Seahawks, who were good, and they almost beat the Cardinals on the road, who were fine. By the way, the, the Cardinal. Well, the Cardinals are two and two. Their two wins are both in overtime against these two teams. Yeah. So the Cardinals have to be the least impressive two and two team in NFL history, right? No, the Cardinals kind of suck, but like the Niners, three weeks in a row have just lost a close game. Oh, I'm, I, but I'm just saying, in terms of the least impressive two and two start in the history of the NFL, it's got to be Arizona in overtime, twice beating the two worst teams in the league are your only two victories. Yeah, I mean Arizona's two and two; they should be zero and six through four games. That's how bad they've been. Uh, I don't disagree. Well, it's just it, it, it. Yeah, it's impossible to come. I mean, yeah, you, you beat San Francisco, you know. Overtime at home, you beat the Colts, uh, you know, with, with, did Brissett play that game or was that a Tolzien game? I think that was the Tolzien game, right? There's Tolzien, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Arizona's the worst two and two ever. All right, well, we'll get to them. Tennessee at Miami. What to say about Tennessee? You know, I thought we had as a best bet also Houston. We didn't understand why Houston was giving points at home to Tennessee. We thought those teams yeah. were even. But then Houston's put up 57 on them. Right. Mariota, like, who had a good fantasy game but a bad real-life game. Yeah, he had two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. By the way, a real pet peeve of mine that in our league of leagues, you decided to devalue interceptions. So, for example, uh, not me. The whole league voted against you, buddy. Well, the league is wrong, and I don't care. The league is wrong. Well, first of all, the whole thing, you want interceptions versus minus three. You're the only person on earth who has that. I hate when no, that's not- you do something no one else does and then and then get mad that other people. As it is, quarterbacks are by far the most valuable players in the league. And now yeah. I agree, but n- nobody else has min- has minus three. So maybe passing yards should be a point for every 50 yards and not 25. No, minus three works. It's it, because an interception is a very negative consequence. And it should be. In fact, I would argue that an interception should be minus four. It should be the same as positive of a touchdown. Right, but anyway, all right. Tennessee at Miami. The Dolphins they, they go into LA and win in week two. And since then, the, the last two weeks, the Dolphins have been the worst team in football. Right? Here's the thing: Tennessee with Castle and the Dolphins with Cutler are the two worst teams. <laughs> this it's insane because you have games with the Browns and you have games with the Niners and Colts, and you have games with the Jets and Browns. All four of those teams are better than these two teams if Mariota's out. I mean, forty to six is what Miami's been outscored. Ca- I mean, Castle is an atrocity. Miami has scored six points the last two weeks. Did you see Castle play at all? I mean, yeah, he yeah was I saw him on the Vikings two years ago. He, he, the fact that Colin Kaepernick is not in the league, so Matt Castle for a team with playoff aspirations, it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah for the Castle, this is the first guy you could say like because people are like, oh, McCown and Hoyer, but like they've been very competent. Um, yes. there's, you can't say it about Castle. He shouldn't be in the league. 
Even if you're not replacing with Kaepernick, you actually need to cut him. Yeah, he's very bad. Um, so this there shouldn't be a spread to this game, right? Because we don't know if Mariota's playing, do we? Yeah, and again, Miami has scored six points the last two weeks. And they've played the Jets, and they've played the Saints. I mean, the Saints have the worst defense in the yeah. league. And they shut out Miami. The Saints, it, it had been, I think, four years since the Saints had allowed under 10 in a game. Single yeah. digits. To be shut out by the Saints is like scoring negative 30 points Where's against the regular not that, not that, uh This game's in Miami. Huge home field advantage. They haven't even talked about replacing Cutler. Like, they're not they're not going with, with Moore yet. Moore is not a bad quarterback. Is this Miami's first game in Miami? No. They didn't have a game in September in Miami. Oh, That's right, weird, right. isn't it? Oh, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. truth is, Miami last week... I'm going to say... Uh, has that ever happened? Has, has the team ever gone the whole month of September without playing at home? I would uh, assume not. Uh, I'm, I'm just splitting the baby and going pick them for this game. Pick them. All right. Uh, I'm going to get this. I had Tennessee by one and a half. It's Tennessee by three. People are really low on Miami. Okay. So I'm up four to two on you. Uh, here's a game between two teams that are identical in so many ways. Uh, the 0-4 Chargers. The 0-4 Giants. Is a, I mean, it's not even such a bad game. What do you got here? Like, it, there's an 0-4 versus 0-4 game, and it's the fourth worst game of the week. Yeah. Well, because both of these teams probably deserve to finish 7-9. Yeah, they're like 6-10, 7-9 teams. Right. One of them's gonna one of them's gonna go four and twelve, but they're better than that. Right. Yeah, I agree. The, the Chargers are better than that. I mean, the Chargers lose every game by two points. It's just ridiculous at this point. Yeah, they're so similar. Also, like you know, they got yeah. the Rivers Manning thing. Yeah. Huh. I'm complaining about the Vikings, but I think being a Chargers fan, oh, the thing is, the Chargers don't have any fans. What do you do? What do you do if you're the Char? Like they have to leave LA already. It's yeah, over. I mean, they have no fans. That's the thing. So yeah. yeah, they have no fans, and they have no reason to ever get fans. Like the Rams are the Giants, and they're the Jets, but yeah. They can't go back to San Diego. Nobody cares about them there. What do they do? Right, it's the team. There's nowhere to go other than London. <laughs> the London Chargers. London Chargers. Yeah, yeah, but Shad Khan wants London. Ha- Harold Rosengard was pointing out how what do you do at the playoffs? Like it doesn't really work. Like you could schedule, you know, a couple home games in a row, then a couple road games, and a couple, you know, but there's really no way to do the playoffs. If the London, if there's a team in London and they have home field advantage in the playoffs. Or, or, yeah, if they have to go somewhere or if someone has to go to them and it's like we're not even yeah. getting into it. Right, I mean, let's worry about this when there's Ravens and the team. Dolphins did this week. Yeah, we got a long no. time to worry about that. This game's in San Diego? No, this game's, no, there's no games in San Diego anymore, but this game's in New York, in New Jersey. Sorry. Giants by three. Giants by three. That's what I said. Giants by four. The, what have the Giants done to earn that? Um, They've done nothing. That's crazy. That's wrong. That's factually incorrect. Yeah, I mean, they're the same. Yeah, this is a stupid line. All right, Arizona at Philly. Bird on bird violence. Bird on bird. Yeah. Two teams, like, I'm real, you know, you're kind of sure are like seven and nine teams. Uh, Philly's a seven and nine team? No, they're eight, Philly's an eight and eight team. Yeah, my hot take in the very beginning of 32 fans in 32 days is I said Philly was going to win that division and go to the playoffs. And then I sort of backed off it a little bit more. But right now, Philly, to me, is like a top six team. I mean, listen, they're plus minus is plus 11. Like, they're not. Yeah, I mean, they're not blowing teams out, but they're doing enough to win. Uh, I don't love I don't love Philly. I think Dallas wins that that division, even though, you know, they lost the Rams yesterday, but maybe the Rams are good. Um, Dallas is very bad right now. Yeah. So where's this game in Philadelphia? This game this game's in Philly. Uh, Eagles by four and a half. Four and a half. All right, I'm going to take this. I said five and it's six and a half. Wow, that's very high. Yeah, again, I think people are high on Philly, and people are finally learning that Arizona's a bottom six team. So no, Arizona's very bad. we just mentioned so many teams that are, okay, bottom six. You want to do with six teams okay. that, like, he could get the first draft pick? Should we do six versus 26? You want to do that? <laughs> well, I, I mean, Arizona, okay, so is Arizona better are than the— Are they better than the Niners? I would say no, based on what happened yesterday. They're better than the Niners. Uh, they beat the Niners and the, and the Niners. They beat the Niners at home in the last play in overtime. Are they better than Chicago? By the way, the, the last play in overtime, by definition, every overtime game ends on the last play in overtime. <laughs> by the way, the, yeah. the 10-minute overtime is, is is dumb. Oh, it's amazing. I, maybe, I love it. I love it. You can talk to me about 12, and there's just going to be too many ties. You're going to have a year where there's like seven But, but ties. You, you know that I, I love ties. The, every time a game goes to overtime, all I'm rooting for is a tie. I wish it was a five-minute overtime. It also it's makes it more exciting because you got to hurry every up. Every time a game goes to overtime, well, it's funny because they say a tie is like kissing your sister, which, you know, I don't know. I don't know your sister. Maybe that's what you want to do. But no. um. And by the way, that's one of the worst expressions ever. Because kissing your sister is not a neutral act, right? I know this is the tie. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's tie such a bad like expression. Your second cousin or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really don't think there's any family member who's involved here. There shouldn't be any family. It should be a tie is like kissing uh, like someone you don't find attractive. 
the average no, the average ish average ish ist person of the sex you're attracted to, right? The most neutral average, or maybe yeah. slightly below average, yeah, I guess, because that bounces. You're getting you're kissing somebody, but they're kissing yeah, unattractive. I mean, kissing in general is gross. No one should kiss, but in general, <laughs> like the like, hot hot take. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> they're lining up to kiss you, keeps. Um, all right, uh, so. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to beat you on that one. I'm winning six to three now. Uh, you're in a little bit of trouble. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh, biggest line of the week. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh, yeah. Uh, the Steelers by eleven. Okay, yeah, uh, not that big. It's nine, and I had eight and a half. Yeah, I went a little high. Yeah, I mean Pittsburgh. I mean Pittsburgh finally sort of undid that that home road thing with an easy win in Baltimore. Baltimore, by the way, uh, through two weeks so good, and through the next two weeks so bad. So uh, your take on Baltimore looking uh, better, better. Uh, and so, the, yeah, those those are the two highest uh, spreads of the week. A six and a half for Philly and nine for Pittsburgh. So, yeah, really, uh, wow. it's, it's tough this you week. You shouldn't have told me that. That's really like cheating within the rules. Sal doesn't get to hear that stat. Yeah, all right, I'm helping you. All right, uh, here's the next one. This is a tough line for me. Seattle at the Rams. The reason it's tough is because the last three years when the Rams were a garbage team, yeah. they beat St. Louis. Uh, they beat Seattle, whether in St. Louis or in L.A. Yeah. This, is a, this is a really good yeah, game. And, and now, really all of a sudden, are, are the Rams good? Were we very wrong in the Rams? McVay, McVay's I good. Think, I think, McVay, but is golf good? Yeah, McVay is great. I think he's already like a top three guy. I, I think maybe just anybody who McVay has is automatically good. I don't know. I mean, you really jumped to conclusions on Quinn when his team started six and zero his first year, and then they ended eight and eight. Although the next year they went to the Super Bowl, so maybe that got justified. Yeah, and I've been high on Adam Gase, who right now you can't really give yeah. him a lot of credit. But so yeah, so the Rams at home against and Seattle's been unimpressive except for you know the second half against the. Okay, so the spread is definitely three and a half for the Rams. Uh, three and a half. Wow. Okay, so I'm getting this one also. I yeah, I had two because the, the Seattle's still a better team. Is it two? Well, no, it's actually one. Oh my gosh. Seattle's nobody respects the Rams yet, and everybody still respects Seattle. I know people don't respect them. We, you could make money by by people not respecting the Rams. Yeah, but but the, the reason this line is tough for me is because you know I, I just think that you have to assume that. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how do you pick Seattle here when they lose to the Rams every year anyway, even when the Rams weren't good. Yeah, no, they're going to win this game. I mean, the Rams, the Rams, the Seahawks are not going to be able to block. The Seahawks are not going to be able to block the Rams. So yeah, the Rams are going to win. You say all right. So uh, in that case, you're going to take them. All right. So uh, the next game is not uh, not uh, on the line right now. Baltimore at Oakland. I think they're waiting to yeah. see if Derek Carr is playing. He's expected to play. I'd but, say uh, if uh, if Derek Carr was playing, I'd say it's eight. Okay, so I said seven. You know but what? Again, yeah, but you know what? It, it would probably would be seven because I'm super low on 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 the Ravens. On the Ravens, but I don't yeah. Although again, Oakland has looked very unimpressive a couple weeks in a row now. So, all right, Green Bay at Dallas. This is in, this is obviously the Aikman game. Uh, this seems to be the game of the week. Aikman Buck, uh, you know, uh, four p.m. game on Fox. But the Cowboys, are very unimpressive lately. Uh, I mean, lately all season they've been unimpressive. Well, they beat the Giants. Well, yeah. In hindsight, I guess that win against the Giants was not very good. So, and a win at Arizona not very good. Yeah. So they're two and two. But yeah, this is the class four twenty five game. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, if this game was in Green Bay, I actually think Green Bay might like blow the doors off the Cowboys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to say Dallas by one is the spread. All right, so I said Dallas by one also, and um, it's Dallas by two and a half. So I don't know what is Dallas just getting lots of public money. That lines are wrong. What are we talking about public money? Who are we? Freaking cousin Sal? Like I don't. I don't know, but just explain to me. Like two and a half means that people think Dallas and Green Bay are about equal, and that's that's crazy talk. Yeah, I agree. They're not equal. I mean, Green yeah, Bay is my Super Bowl line. pick, and I'm even more certain they're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, now. Green Bay my, was my Super Bowl pick. There's no one else that's yeah. good. It's like Atlanta, Kansas City, and Green Bay. Yeah, I have number one in my power rankings right now, Kansas City. And uh, we'll see what they do with tonight against Washington, obviously. Yeah, I mean, if Kansas City wins, obviously they're number one. But sort of by uh, default, because nobody's but, picking yeah. Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl. Right, and you got to start thinking about it. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Kansas City, speaking of which, uh, at Houston, two division uh, leaders right now. I like the fact that Watson's good. I think you really needed another good quarterback in that division. Uh, Bill O'Brien, by the way, needs to be fired again for having started Tom Savage over over Watson. It's, it's impossible. It's really crazy. He's supposed to be an offensive genius. He watched yeah. these guys in the preseason and in training camp, and he thought that Savage was a better picked, quarterback. Picked yeah. Savage. That's kind Just of, nuts. This game is in Houston, so I'm yeah. going to say Kansas City by one. All right, so... Yeah, that's what I said also, especially because Houston was an underdog against Tennessee last week. So we know that they're not respecting them yet. And they're respecting them even less than we thought because it's actually Houston by one and a half. Or excuse me, Kansas City. Can't, sorry. No, no, no. Kansas City by one and a half. Oh, okay, fine. So yeah. Yeah, I don't think it moves it more than a half point if Kansas City wins. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah, if Kansas City loses, are, it might become Houston by one. 
But, well, Houston literally just won 57 to 13. So you think they get some credit, but not yet. Yeah, right. And the truth is the blowout was on before Castle. I think it was 37-14 when he came in. Yeah. 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 And he's not to blame for the 57. The 57 is. Watson's not getting any worse. That team is going to be a nightmare in the playoffs, yeah. I think. All right. And then. Um, Listen, they've been making the playoffs without Deshaun Watson. They've been making it with friggin' Osweiler. They're going to be good. Yeah. All right, and then uh, the Monday night game, as we said, the debut of Mitchell Trubisky against, uh, I think, possibly Sam Bradford, but uh, might might be Case Keenum. It will not be Delvin Cook. Is there a chance that Teddy starts ga- the seventh game of the year? Or no, no? no, I don't understand. People are saying that he can come off the pup list. If there was any chance of him coming back, the Vikings would not have uh, not exercised their option on him. I, I, don't, I don't think he's. Oh, you mean yet. he's a free agent for sure at the end of the year? Yeah, he's a free agent for sure. They renounce his option. Oh. I don't think he's coming back. Oh, he could start for the Jets next. <sighs> Whatever. Since they're going to have, like, the 10th pick. Where's this game? Minnesota? This game's in Chicago. As we said, Chicago's been good on at home their first two games. Yeah. Small sample size. Minnesota by one. All right. Minnesota I said I said Minnesota by two, so I'm going to get this one. It's three and a half. Well. So I beat, you, I, I beat you 11 to five. And you hammered me in the uh, in in the TV draft. I'm still kind of upset about that. <laughs> it was your draft. You, it was your draft, your idea, and then you forgot who you wanted to take halfway through. Yeah. So, <laughs> bad job by you. All right, so my, I'm up four weeks to zero on you. Uh, and uh, yeah, this was like the Indianapolis Colts of episodes. Yeah, I like. well, I, I tell you, you got you got to pick the spreads ahead of time because you got to think about them a little bit. If you're just doing it off the cuff, it's, it's yeah. You got to remind me. You didn't even you didn't even send me like the annoying. Yeah. Right no, I haven't been sending you that. You've been doing it on your own volition so far this year. So so next, all right. So next week, hopefully in person. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be? Are you gonna? Are you going like traveling with your family? I don't know. It's not like we, we come to Israel once or twice a year, so it's not like we come there all the time. And my wife said, we have to buy a, a guidebook so we can come up with things to do. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Wife brings up a guidebook. I would head for the hills. <laughs> I mean, I agree with her. Like, we need new things to do. But the guidebook isn't going to have, like, off the beaten track. The guidebook's going to have, like, everything, like, the first thing that tourists do who haven't been to the country, like, you know, a million right. times. Well, no one's going to, I mean, some of our people, but not all. Like, so you don't ever have to build the sukkah, right? Because you just, you, just, you just come here, your parents. Yeah, somebody asked me about that because, uh, you know, we just moved. And so some of the other people who just moved into our neighborhood were asking me that. And I said, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't envision purchasing one for many years, right. hopefully. My, so. I, this may not shock you. It may. Uh, but I don't know how to build the sukkah. My wife builds our whole sukkah. Yeah. I just come and I flip <laughs> one of the sukkah up so like, I can pretend I built it at the end. There's no physical activity that, that you do in your house. Your wife does everything, right? There is, that's correct. There's no physical activity that I do in my house. I've never do, I don't do physical activity even out of my house, like, in, like other than like walking. <laughs> <All right. laughs> All right, I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, I, got, I have nothing to say uh, other than uh, I hope the Jets go 2-14. and 14. Yeah. So at a certain okay, if they win this week in Cleveland, they're now three and two. Are you forced to start rooting for them to try and weasel their way into a wild card spot or no? Yeah, I, I hope they make the playoffs if they beat Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, you do. I hope they, now I the hope problem they you have Houston in week one of the playoffs and lose forty-two to zero, and Watt actually physically murders McCown. As a Bulls hater, right? You're in the same situation I had with Mike Tice, or I have that now with Paul Molitor, where like the one downside of your team making the playoffs when it's unexpected yeah. is now you can't fire the coach who you know doesn't deserve sure. to be coach. Um, by the way, Dalvin Cook officially out for the year. <sighs> Poor one out. Whatever. Got I mean, listen, me. Latavius Murray's competent. He's an okay backup. But you make a trade? Can we make it? Can I represent the Jets? You represent the Vikings? We'll make a quick trade. I'll give you one Bilal Powell. What would you, what would you give the Jets for Bilal Powell right now? Average at 5.2 yards per carry last year with a bad offensive line. I mean, the Vikings have, uh, I mean, they don't, a sixth round draft pick, they're not getting more than that. Yeah. You think they're getting a fifth round draft pick? Yeah, I would definitely do it for a fifth round draft pick. Yeah. Would you do it? Yeah. A fifth rounder? I mean, uh, Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon are fine, although they, they, Listen, they, you know, they, they fall better than Murray and McKinnon. So he's, he immediately, I mean, Latavius Murray was a pro, Bowl. I don't know about that. Yeah, he was, but he's, Latavius Murray's shot, I think. I'm not sure he has any. I mean, I don't know. Like he's old, but he has he's he's actually young. He's old. He's 27 years old for running back, but he's younger than Powell. But he's got more miles on him. Yeah, I don't know. McKinnon had a bad fumble. There was a, in the third quarter, the Vikings fumbled the ball, and then the next possession they fumbled the ball in the first play. The Vikings went like 10 minutes without having uh, more than a one play drive because they kept fumbling over and over. And um, yeah, so and then obviously uh, one of the fumbles was Delvin Cook, who uh, was he? It was one of those fumbles where he just gave up the ball, like like he. It was a non-contact injury, and he starts reaching for his knee before he's even down. He, like, re- released the ball to hold on to his knee. So, it, obviously, 
Yeah. Oh, I, saw, I was watching, and I, I caught it right away. The second I realized... Cause something yeah, was so you know he's in a lot of pain fumble. when that happens. Right. It's, it, it, this happened to the Jets with Santonio Holmes once. Like, not only do you lose Cook for the year, you lose, it, you lose the ball on that play. Holmes caught a pass, had a, like a non-contact sort of like ACL tear, and just put the ball down on the ground. And the Niners picked it up and ran it in for 30 yards for a touchdown. So like, it blew yeah. them the game, and like then you didn't have your top receiver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's what happened to the Vikings. It's a, a bad situation. Ugh, whatever. All right, football stinks. Like, there's no enjoyable part of... of Look, uh, basketball's coming in less than two weeks because it's coming up insanely early. You know, what, you know what made me happy, by the way? There's a lot of Patriots... Actually, kind of made me... Like, there was a lot of Patriots fans saying, like, ooh, this is what it's like to be a fan of, like, you know, like, a bad team. Like, the, we're, we're back in the NFL. Oh, now. fuck I you, mean, Patriots. You... F- <laughs> I hate them so much. You're right. What's annoying is Bill Simmons has... I don't know if you've noticed, has gone on the NFL's bad kick. Yep. Have you oh, noticed this? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. turned on the NFL, even though like they're still like paying the bills in his in his dumb company. Well, he sort of turned on them, you know, a couple years ago when he got suspended by ESPN for being fun of Goodell. So right, but now he's like the NFL sucks and it's going to die yeah. soon. And what's going to happen is the Patriots are going to like let's say the Patriots like miss the playoffs. Like Brady missed a few games, they went like nine and ten missed the playoffs. He's going to be like, oh, I'm not even the playoffs are unwatchable. The NFL sucks. It's over. This is it. You know, like the Patriots fans. The, the, remember when like the Braves stopped being good after being good for over a decade? And like they couldn't get twelve people to the ballpark, yeah. like that's going to be the Patriots. They're, they're, the Pink Hat fans are so. going to be gone. Well, like everyone's going to be gone, and they're going to be like irrelevant, and they're going to be whining about the NFL. We're going to take names of people who aren't watching, and who are you know the Pink Hat Patriots fans when they're bad again. <laughs> Hopefully, starting right now. Yeah, Mike Clark's going to be done with them. He's going to find a new team. May it'll be the Jets. Sam Darnold. Uh, how about the Chiefs? Mike Clark. Oh yeah. <laughs> we set him up with Cole. He'll teach him all about the Chiefs, and and away we go. Yeah, by the way, we need an update from Cole on how his uh, Tinder date went. Yeah, Cole, next week give us a Tinder update for the podcast. <laughs> Alrighty, it's been real, Chester. Right. I'll see you in person next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Sisters, brothers and the whitest, blacks and the crackers, police and their backers, they're all No one is willing Kinda make you get that feeling Everybody's smarter Use the peel on the dope Educated fools From uneducated schools Pimping people in the
Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.